Hello and welcome to another edition of A Proper Education, what has now become sort of a trivia show that we're doing here at Neozaz. And we invite you to play along with the guys from Star Wars in Character. That's Chris, Matt, and Tim are all here. You are correct. Two, two has doubled some of the past series that Neozaz runs. So yes, we can call this a series. Okay. <laughs> well, we've done a few of these, and uh, not sure when they're all being released. But of the ones we've done so far, somebody's undefeated, <laughs> and that somebody is Chris. Chris, how does it feel to be a champion? I'm kind of shocked. That I won too. <laughs> if, so if, if he wins today, he'll it'll be a dynasty. <laughs> That's true. Well, Tim, that just true. answer everything wrong, and then and then I can win. <laughs> It's as, is that as simple as it as it is? Okay, it, it, it's that simple. I've been making it so much harder on myself <laughs> for you. Well, Chris is going for the three peat here, and uh, Matt pointed this out in a conversation that we were having in between shows. That uh, this is a good this is a good little hopefully time occupier for you guys while you're sitting around. Uh, whenever you're listening to it, like we are at the moment, because it's a little bit interactive. Nobody's winning anything, but you guys can play along with these guys, and uh, hopefully it takes your mind off of things for 40 minutes or so. Here's the win-win of it. When we don't know the answer, we take far too long to say we don't know, and when we do, we decide to build it up to some big reveal, so you have time to shout your answer out then, too. There you go. No matter whether we know it or don't know it, you have plenty of time to answer. It's true. And these are questions that are all written by me. I do the trivia at the brewery that I work at, the Proper Brewing Company in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. It's a lovely place. I love working there. I love doing trivia. Our customers are great. They have a good time. I hope that the guys are having a good time and you do as well. Oh, I feel, so that made me feel really good because I've been a customer of the Proper and I'm one of the guys. So double time. You're, ev- you're everything. You, all three of you have been a customer of the Proper. This You've all been there. Mm-hmm. Tim likes his cider. I, I have the cider sometimes, and some whiskeys, and all sorts of stuffs. There you go. And Chris and Chris has a half a beer and gets drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will I say I, the glasses are always clean. It's from the expert bartending by you know who, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> and I don't mean me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Melissa, not me. So uh, first, we have to decide the order because I think the order does actually play a part in it. Um, I swear to God, you pick a number and it's eight again. I'm not playing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. Let's do a pick a number between nine and 50. How about that? Uh, Tim. Uh, I'm going to say 31. Matt. Eight. Chris. 40. I love how Matt picks a number that is not between nine and fifty. Oh, you said it was. Not, oh, I thought you said one and fifty. <laughs> I'll stick with eight. I guess I'm going less. Matt eliminating himself from even the number. <laughs> I, I swear, I, I, was, I was actually looking up the year the TV Guide TV game was was released, and I guess I missed what you said, which was eight, 1984. For anyone wondering, <laughs> it came out in the year eight. <laughs> The number was 13. Shit. If it's not 8, it's generally 13. I go by numbers of my favorite players. 13 happens to be the number of the greatest quarterback of all time, Dan Marino. So He used to have a kick-ass restaurant at Point Orlando, but then it closed for some health department reason and has not been open for the past 12 years and still has all the furniture in there, which really frightens the fuck out of me because I've eaten there several mm-hmm. times. 
<laughs> so because of the number picking, Tim, you are first, followed by Chris, followed by Matt. Eight. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you the category. These are all entertainment-based questions, maybe a little sports. And uh, if a contestant does not get it, it goes on to the next person. But that doesn't mean you lose your turn. You can get two questions in a row. If you're stealing someone's point and it's still your turn, you go back to back. You'll see how it goes as we play. So, Tim, you're first. All right. Your category is music. Okay. <sighs> Chris is mad already. Give him the point. <sighs> The band 30 Seconds to Mars was created by this Academy Award winning actor and his brother. Oof. Jared Leto and Jared Leto's brother, Shecky. <laughs> Shecky Leto. <laughs> Hello, my brother is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto is correct, and Tim is on the board. Yay. Up to Chris. Chris, yours is movies. Oh. Just announced, well, at least when I wrote this question, <laughs> Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement to make another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. He got his start on what Canadian sketch comedy show? The first thing that came to mind was SCTV, Bob and Doug McKenzie, and I hope that's what, it, I think it's that, SCTV. Final answer. It's Fernwood tonight. <laughs> SCTV is correct. He had a ton of great characters on that. One was this guy. It's like it's he was like the original YouTuber. He just sit in the video studio by himself on cable access TV doing the whole board and had that podcast voice. Like I had actually my voice didn't change when I did that. I just realized and I'm ashamed of myself. But it was. I wish I could find it. He, uh, I, I, the fact that I can't finish that story really makes me wish I hadn't started it. <laughs> I love your stories. <laughs> Thank you. It's your turn, Matt. Okay. And the category is books. Ooh, I've got a, I have a fighting chance. And you have a possibility of earning three points. Ooh. Oh, so this is a three pointer. He'll get his first shot. If he does not collect all three points, I will pass it on to you, other guys. But here's the question Stephen King. A native of Maine Shit. has created a trinity of fictional Maine towns that are the setting uh, for many of uh, his stories. Uh, Name any one of them for a point, three points available. I don't read his stuff. And I should know I should at least know that from the movie. I should at least know it from Misery, because I think one's featured in that. But I don't know. I will say uh, I, I don't even have an answer, a made up answer. I'm just gonna pass completely or not even pass, but give up, throw in a towel. I'm done. Nope. Okay, that moves on to Tim. Tim, you have actually all three points available to you. Do you know any of these towns? I only know Derry from it. Derry is correct, so you get a point for that. All right. Uh, the so, other two I do not know. All right, you're passing on the other two to Chris. Chris, you can grab two points here away from Matt. Well, away from everybody. Do you know the other two? I only know one. I didn't know Derry at all, Tim. I know this because I think there's a TV show, a miniseries on right now, about all his stories in one town called Castle Rock. So I'm guessing one's Castle Rock. Castle Rock is one of the other ones, and you get yourself a point. The other one that you did not name is Jerusalem's Lot, yeah, which is in the movie Salem's Lot. That's what the Salem is from. It's from Jerusalem's Lot. Well done, guys. That was, that was good. I didn't know any yeah, of this. That was a good one. Books. All right, moving back to Tim then. Category is TV. 
What huh? sloppy Nickelodeon game show was originally recorded at the WHYY TV studios in downtown Philadelphia? What sloppy? Oh, uh, not Double Dare. Double Dare. Finally. Double Dare? Double Dare? <laughs> Final answer? <laughs> it's correct. Double Dare is correct. I think it retired. No. Go, Tim. Go, Tim. Sorry. I said I did not know that uh, that was recorded uh, film there. I remember there was a guy from Quakertown that was on the first ever aired episode. He was he was he went to Strayer. It was on yeah. the first ever aired episode <laughs> uh, of of, uh, of that. Like he he was in my sister's grade or, or, don't, don't or Dave, Dave's mad because he couldn't be. I, mad. I have a huge bone to pick, and this is I, I don't mean to derail, but uh, Double Dare came to. Quakertown to Strayer, what was then junior high school, to pick contestants. You're exactly right, Tim. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned. And Whoa. I went down to the gym at Strayer, did everything, nailed it, killed it all, didn't get on the show. Best and sex there- you ever you ever performed. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I was on the show, they asked questions. And if you don't know the questions, you do these physical challenges. Yeah. which some of the kids had to do. I got all the questions right. I never had to do a physical challenge. I won the game. So I'm like, shit, I'm in. Didn't pick me. And I you go, were too, over to, you were too good. Yeah, I went, yeah, exactly. I went over to the producers, like a, eighth grade. Me goes right over to the producers. Hey buddy, what, what, what's the deal? And they said, you got too many questions, right? And, uh, we need people that get questions wrong. Cause people don't want to see people get questions, right? They want to see the physical challenges. You're like, do you uh, like your body? I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Eight years old. <laughs> but we did get to go to the taping. And then I kicked him so. in the ding ding. <laughs> how, how, how do you feel in your, how do you feel wearing your Calvins today? <laughs> Calvins. <laughs> Members are today's studio audience received Calvin Klein jeans. <laughs> and a shot at stardom in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Weinstein. I th- the operative word is shot. <laughs> I think Chris, that I think yeah. this show retired here in Orlando. I think it was last filmed at the Nickelodeon Studios or on Universal Studios. It is. I remember when so I so I pretty much my entire life of where I live can be traced back to to uh, that show we're talking about, Double Dare. Wasn't the guy that made it on? Wasn't he one of the twins that that was in that that car crash? No, it was Mike Parrish. I remember it was okay. one of the kids. And All right, so yeah, okay. So, there was four yeah, kids. There was four kids from Quakertown made it on. I wasn't one of them. Yeah, we that we know. <laughs> and I, when we went to the taping, because this is what I do, this is what Chris and I have always done, I guess. I, you just go wherever you want and, and make someone say something to you. So they're doing the taping. We're all up in the seats. I get down right out of the studio audience and start just walking around the studio in eighth grade and I, and they set up the obstacle course at the end and it's all like food. And I went and I was tasting all of <laughs> the stuff <laughs> because it's what they said on TV is pudding. And I want to see if it was like really pudding. So what was it? It? <laughs> it was pudding without sugar in it. It, uh, it had no taste. So it uh, I thought you'd say you went backstage and saw Mark Summers and went, Marky Summers. <laughs> did you try to, did you try to hide in between the two big gigantic pieces of bread? And like when they lift the bread up, to find the flag, you're like, boo! <laughs> Should have had me on. I'm funny. <laughs> Slipped out the right nostril of the giant nose. All right. I didn't, I, didn't, 
I didn't know this was going to be therapeutic. <laughs> Should we show? I'm not entirely sure it is. You sound and, angrier uh, than when we started. Yeah. I think I'm worse off. <laughs> Chris, it's your turn. You're not going to be happy about this because your category is sports. Yes. <laughs> Pele. Second plate. What is the name of the highest paid state employee in the state of Pennsylvania? I will give you a point if you can name this man's name or his position. How does it, how does it do with sports? That's part of the clue. Sports. What is the name or position of the highest paid state employee in the state of Pennsylvania? <laughs> the highest paid and what his name or what he does? Yes. This man is paid by the state of Pennsylvania. Oof. He's the highest paid person in the state. What is his job? Because I know you don't know this guy's name. No. Um, his job is a, is a coach. <laughs> He's can, an own. What's that? Can you be more specific? Oh, shit. He is. He coaches. He's an owner of a team. I have no idea, Dave. Okay, you don't know. I don't know. We'll move it on to Matt. Oh, God. This is going to be interesting, but I don't know. It, it's, it's state paid. I, state paid employee. I would venture to guess that this is true of almost every state. So it's. I know. Oh. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go for it. Game commissioner. The state game commissioner. Because I think there's such a thing. That sounds good. That is incorrect. It uh, sounds great. Damn. <laughs> Moving on to Tim. Who's the highest paid state employee in the, in the state of Pennsylvania. And I would bet that this is the case for almost every state. I would say it's the coach of Penn State football. That's your final answer? Yes. The man's name is James, James Franklin. He is the head football coach at Penn State University. Wow. How did you do that? Tim, you are right. Holy shit. I'm smarter than you. Christ. I did say coach. I, I get have a point. No. <laughs> no. I think that's the case of every state. I think the highest paid state employee in every state is the head yeah, coach of their, of their state school. Hmm. In this case, it's James Franklin. He makes $5.7 million a year. That's how fucked up the world is. <laughs> Paterno, Paterno made one dollar. Does he have he to go to work up. every day during this pandemic? No, because there's no sports, right? <laughs> All right, it's does, Matt's turn. Does now does does that guy hawk that white bread that Paterno used to hawk on the on the uh, the billboards as he got closer <laughs> to Penn State? There would be all these billboards of Joe Paterno holding bread in his hand, going eh. <laughs> Take the bread. I'll turn around, and you can do whatever you want while I'm not looking. <laughs> yeah, pay no attention to what's going on over there. Look at the bread. <laughs> now that's funny. The bread. <clears throat> you guys are too much. All right, Matt, you're gonna like the sound of this. At least I hope so. It's musicals, <laughs> but four points available. I like, oh I like that part. Okay, it's just the way it works out. Don't get mad at me. Here's your question. Jukebox Chris, it music. hasn't helped me so far. 
<laughs> jukebox musicals are musicals based on the discography of a musician or musical group. True. I want you to <laughs> no points. Ah, oh, damn it. Name the musical artist for each of these jukebox. Oh, I, 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 I think I can do this. Your first one is Mamma Mia. Abba. That is correct. All right. Your next one is American Idiot. Green Day. That's two. Next one, Ain't Too Proud. Uh, shit. <laughs> How'd you do that? I don't know. I probably couldn't do it again if I tried. Uh, Creedence Clear Auto Revival. No, that'll pass on to Tim. And your last one is On Your Feet. Well, doesn't he get to guess the one I got wrong? Yeah, I'll give it to him then. Oh, okay. I'm just doing the last one in the question. Oh, gotcha. This okay. is your last Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 I thought you were giving that to Tim. No. So good. On your uh, feet? He'll get a chance. Yeah, on your feet. Uh, Gloria Stefan. That is correct. Wow. Get on your the- feet. So, Tim, you get a yes. chance to steal one of these if you can tell me the musical artist <clears throat> for the jukebox musical Ain't Too Proud. James Brown? That is incorrect. Moving on to Chris. Chris, do you know the musical <laughs> artist for the jukebox musical Ain't Too Proud? Oh, I think I know it now. Can you sing it? <laughs> I cannot. Ain't too proud. I will say Tina Turner. It was The Temptations. Yeah. They, proud to I was just going to say, did they sing Ain't Too Because that's what I was. I had no idea who sang that, but I was like, it's whoever yeah. sang this, and I don't know who that is. So, Matt, you got oh. three out of the four. Oh, yeah. I'm a musical fiend. Damn. <laughs> I love musicals. I've seen three. <laughs> Back to Tim. Category is movies. All right. I've seen I've seen a few. Fill in the blank for this nineteen seventy five movie quote. Blank gonna need a bigger boat. Oh my lord and fucking hell almighty above Satan. Chris. <laughs> You stole my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go with we're final answer. We're is incorrect. Yeah, shit. You're right. <laughs> I'm sitting here with a smile from fucking hemorrhoid to hemorrhoid right now. <laughs> Chris, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you. Chris, you can steal. <laughs> Blank, gonna need a bigger boat. Your. Your is correct. Yeah! <laughs> I would have said I would have said weird too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One of the most said it. quoted quotes yep. ever. Chris Hines can go fuck himself on that bigger boat. Go fuck yourself. Suck it. What's that? It's that and something from Wizard of Oz, which are like the two most misquoted quotes in movies. But I can't remember what the Wizard of Oz one is. Let's get the butter. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> get the butter. All right, Chris, it's still your turn. Don't celebrate turn. too long because your category once again is sports. Ouch! Fucking that right. <laughs> and this is going to be a rough one for you, but I, I shouldn't say that. I think I lost this round of trivia. That's what okay. Steven Sandusky said. <laughs> A <laughs> little bit of Jersey math for you here, Chris. Are you Man. ready for this? Okay. Kobe Bryant, 
still on the mind of the sports world, is the only player in NBA history to have two numbers retired on behalf of the same team. Here's the math part. Divide the second number he wore by the first number that he wore. I don't even know either number he fucking wore. (laughs) So divide the, the second number that Kobe wore and retired by the first number that he wore and retired, and I need an answer. If you don't know, just guess a number. You might guess the right number. Eight. Final answer. That's incorrect. Okay. Matt, oh, you can shit. take shot. I, 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 I don't know. And I should know because when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've, I've read a billion articles about this the past three months. But or, it hasn't been that long. Was it been a month and a half, two months? I don't know. And I'm going to guess 12 because 2 and 24 stick in my head, but I know that ain't right. 12 is incorrect. Goes to Tim. I want to say 3. Final answer? Final answer, 3. Second number he wore was 24. First number he wore was 8. Oh. 24 divided by 8 is 3. God damn, Tim. <clears throat> was, was Shaq's number 8? Wasn't that like the big controversy? Like, when when Shaq went went over to L, to to LA, who was who was gonna wear eight? Nah, I don't remember that. Something <laughs> like that. Shaq was always the third two, but then if he couldn't have that when he went to the Lakers because that's Magic Johnson's number. Uh, okay. Well, if that right. you might be right, I don't remember that. I thought, I thought I thought that there was like someone like like someone came there and and it was like who was gonna who's gonna get the number? Uh, See that whole Shaq Shaq thing and and Tiger King shit. Yeah. Well, there's a. Have you seen Tiger King? First of all, yes. Yeah. Well, you saw that that bit when he's like when Johnny or Joe Exotic is like he's met all these celebrities and one of the montage in the montage of him taking pictures with people is Shaq. Okay. Well, I guess everyone got on his case about being a, a Joe Exotic supporter and Shaq's like, "What the fuck? I just took a picture with a tiger. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like you yeah, people need to relax. I- that's going to come out a lot. So as soon as it was over, I saw, you know, that they're trying to get Britney Spears embroiled in this because oh, she yeah, needed so. a tiger for well, some video music award thing. And they used the one of the guys from it. wasn't it wasn't it, Joe Exotic. It, it was, was, one of the, it was the guy with the compound and eight wives or something. The guy yeah, the guy with the long yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Spears doesn't know anything about this. Don't try no, to no. drag her in it. Yeah. But it's great to watch. We've been doing that. We haven't finished it yet. We've been watching it with another couple of ours on uh, Netflix Party, that plug-in for Chrome browser, Oh, which is like fabulous in this situation. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm only two episodes in. I can't wait for the next two. We're going to do it Saturday. All right, Matt, it is your turn. All right. In category is TV. On HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, why did Leon and the rest of the Black family start living with Larry? I have never seen this show, and it's not because I don't want to. I want to. I just have not had HBO in like 20 years. So I'm going to make up an answer from what, basically based on what you've told me about the show. (laughs) I'm going to say because Larry owed them money. Awful answer. That is incorrect. Over to Tim. Tim, why does Leon and the rest of the Black family start living with Larry on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Uh, did it have something to do with the suicide Blackberry? I can't remember. That's the only thing I remember from the the those early, early, early episodes. No. No. <laughs> Chris, I know you just started watching it. You haven't yeah. gotten this far. You know what's weird is that 
we're, we're watching we watching the, the last season we're all done season 10 or whatever and he's, he's there we're watching the premiere of the, the first season he's not on and I keep asking Luke I said I wonder how 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 um what's his uh, J, uh, smooth yeah. JP smooth JP listen Larry <laughs> I was like how the hell does he get here I have no idea I haven't gotten there I just gonna have to keep watching <laughs> um I don't know is he homeless final answer I don't know uh, you're actually kind of on the right track, but you need to be specific. The black family, and 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 I'm not saying that because that's, they are black. It's their last even name. Though they, it's their last name, yeah. but they do happen <laughs> to be black. It I is guess. because they are refugees from Hurricane Edna. Uh, okay. And Larry right. and his wife and fight them. Spoiler stuff. now, I haven't gotten there yet, but all right, okay. No, I don't need to watch it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, that means it's back to Tim, and this is the last one of the round. Tim... You got a multiple point John going on here. Okay. Right. According to Billboard magazine, this is a music question. Ah. According to Billboard magazine, the following 80s albums were the best sellers in the years listed. Name the artists for each of the year's best sellers. Three points available. 1987's Slippery When Wet. That'd be Bon Jovi. 1989's Don't Be Cruel. That would be Bobby Brown. 1981's High Infidelity. Oh, that's the first album I ever listened to that knowingly. That's Ario Speedwagon. Tim sweeps the question to get all three points. Yeah. I heard that. I heard that from a friend who heard that from a friend who heard that from a friend. (laughs) I I remember as a, as a very small child going with my brother to a mall record store in New Hampshire. And I'm looking up at the wall that seemed a million miles tall because I was only like four or five years old. And my brother bought the high infidelity record that day. And that was the first rock record I ever remember listening to. And I remember staring at the cover trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Cause the guy's putting music on and there's a lady like either putting on or taking off a legging. And I was like, what is happening? I don't understand that. And there was that super champ record where, uh, uh, not, not breakfast in America, but the, like on a, the, like live on a wire or something. And the, there's a big scissors coming up there. It's about to cut the high wires thing. And I was like, my God, he's going to die. <laughs> Tim was such a tortured kid. <laughs> Super tramp. Well, at the end of the first round, Tim has a commanding lead of Ugh. eight against Jesus. Chris's and Matt's three. Jesus oh. Christ. We're out. I, I don't know like how we're getting to take, I'd like to take this opportunity to tell Chris to suck it. <laughs> Good pause. <laughs> that brings us to our music round. Oh, <laughs> Chris's this is favorite. Fun. This, hey, Chris, this is where you and I caught off to Tim, or maybe it was me and Tim caught off to you. This, this is where everyone, bec- everything became even. So the great. No one needed to ask me, Chris. This is a seven-answer question. <laughs> <laughs> Every track from the Hooters' first album, from the Nervous Night album. Nervous, I, I didn't know the name, so I didn't say it. <laughs> Chris, you are first. All right. And once again, just like on last episode, you are naming the artist. Okay. Okay. Here's your first song. And away we go. (laughs) 
All right, Chris, who is that? The only like hard rocking, like screaming heavy metal girls is like Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, and Lita Ford is all I know. I will pick Joan Jett. <laughs> is that your answer? That's my final answer. That is not correct. Ooh, Matt. Is it not correct as in that's not her singing or that's not the artist on the label of the record? Or can't you it's tell me? not the artist on the label okay. on the record. Because I thought it was the Runaways until he went Joan Jett and you said no. So I'm going to stick with the Runaways. It is the Runaways. <laughs> right. oh, I, got, I got robbed that one. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's not Joan Jett. It's the Runaways. But who's featuring Joan Jett and, <laughs> and Lita Ford? Yeah, that's right. Matt, it's still your turn. Okay, here's your song. What do you think, Matt? Okay, this is either going to be right or just show how out of touch and old I am, but I th- think it's J-Lo or Jennifer Lopez at the time, maybe? I hope. That is not J-Lo <laughs> See, there or you Jennifer go. Lopez. That's how fucking old and out of touch I am. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Tim. Who was that, Tim? That jam was Bananas. That is Gwen Stefani. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I should have known that. Oh, I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Tim, it's still your turn, too. Hey. And here's your song. All right, Tim, who is that? This, that's seriously one of the greatest songs it, ever. That's Lindsey Buckingham. Yep. It, it, it is, it is yeah, seriously like one of the best written songs of all time. It's catchy. Have you ever... It s- oh, God, sorry. It is Lindsey Buckingham. That's another point for Tim. Have you ever seen the music video, the non-National Lampoon's vacation music video of that? With him in an office or something. Yes, and uh, they're going on holiday, and and like everything is falling apart. The computers are blowing up. The papers are falling over, and then they cut to a water cooler that's overflowing, and like paper towels are trying to wipe it up, and it's that blue water that they always use for menstrual pad commercials. I'm like, why <laughs> is the water that shade of blue? <laughs> blue raspberry flavored. Oh, <laughs> all right, Chris. Okay. I knew, I knew that those two, Bananas and, and, and Buckingham. Okay. All right, here you go. On a warm summer's eve On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler 
Kenny Rogers. Chris isn't even waiting around. He knows yeah. that's Kenny Rogers. Rest in peace. All right, Matt. Written by Don Slitz, who who wrote one of Dave's favorite country songs. <laughs> and he Forever and Ever Amen. Rest Forever in peace. Amen. Rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. Rest in peace, Kenny. 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 That's Kenny. not good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. It's Matt's turn. That's B for this little ditty. I look at boom boom down. I look at boom boom down. All right, man. Who is that? Another song made better by Leo and Leapfrog Studios. That's Informer by Snow, who's also the cousin of Bubbles from the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> I didn't realize they also said his name at the beginning. <laughs> that was a bad one. Yeah, that's the. Uh, that is my wife's go-to song at, um, uh, I forget what this official name is, but the karaoke over at City Walk, where the actual live band plays. If she goes with a bunch of co-workers, she goes right to Snow Informer live on stage with a band. Nice. Do you, do you know what the album's name was that that song was on? Pure Six Snow or something? Snow. Oh, that's something it. Like- yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it was like I, I thought. I thought it was twelve inches of snow, but it might be six you, inches. Of snow. You might be right. Twelve inches. All right, mean streets Jim. of Toronto. <laughs> Tim, here's yours. Lil Nas X? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that song. That is not Lil Nas X. It goes on to Chris. Yes. I have all of her records. <laughs> uh, Missy Elliott. I have no idea. Good guess, but no. Over to Matt. Yes. Who was that? I have no fucking idea. It was made in the past 10 years, so I don't know. <laughs> that was Cardi B. Mm. Ah, okay. She was in that J Lo movie, Strip Hustlers. See, you guys know her. She was in a movie. <laughs> Titties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, we're up to you. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Keep the song playing. Ride the lightning. <laughs> All right, Chris, who is that? That is George Michael Wallace. You got it. Some of these, the last couple have come out in your favor. I'm just hitting random stuff. 
And that's one of your faves. All right. It's Matt's turn. All right. We got a couple left. Here you go. All right. Oh, I'm so aggravated because when you played that, it was featured in this like kind of almost dance break, surreal, trippy moment in a Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure at Halloween Horror Nights. And the second you started playing it, the entire scene played out in my head. No idea who it is, though. I, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, no, I don't even have a guess. All right. Tim, who was that? Lil Yachty? No idea. Chris? Do you know what's weird? Is is Caitlin's is a fan of this guy? Oh, is the tattoos? I think all on his face is is uh, uh, Moses Malone. Is that your final answer? Uh, I don't think (laughs) so. Mailman. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a point for that. Why? It's post post Malone. (laughs) (laughs) Moses Malone was a basketball player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Sixers. <laughs> well, I described him right. He's all tattooed oh. in his face. <laughs> that the guy? Yeah, you got it. He's the guy that was in Spencer Confidential. Yeah, him. Yeah, he is in that. See, you guys know these people from movies. We <laughs> <laughs> still know their music. Okay, all right, okay. Matt. There's one more. Okay. And if you don't get this, I know it's gonna get stolen. So good luck. Okay. All right, Matt, who is that? This is, well, this is tough because it's one of three <laughs> answers. It's definitely not Jefferson Airplane. And, I, and the next choice would be Jefferson Starship. But that is circa Star Wars Holiday Special. So I'm thinking this is full transition to Starship, and I'm going to lock in my answer at Starship. Starship is correct. Knee deep in the hoopla. (laughs) Matt is knee deep in the hoopla. And you guys did okay again. I mean, Tim (laughs) Tim is... uh, Tim's still winning. It's not any worse than it was before. Tim is 10. But you guys both have six. Yeah. So I like a sixteen point question. There are some multiple uh, point questions in this next round. If you guys are ready to start that. All righty. Oh, All right. Point for every name for people who died on the Death Star one and two. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to Tim because that was Matt's turn. Tim category is TV. Yeah. Among the cast members of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club were Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and this two-time Best Actor Academy Award nominee. Two-time Best Actor? Oh, uh, Ryan Gosling. 
Ryan Gosling is correct. Nicely done, Tim. All right, Chris. You asked for it. Sports. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> but <laughs> movies. <laughs> movies. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Four points available. List the movie for each fictional baseball player. Oh. Okay. Your first one, Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn. Major League. That's a point. All the way, May Motobito. Fuck. Major. Fuck. Um. Can you see, all the way, will, who'd you say again? All the way, May, Motobito. May? Correct. Like, 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 like as a woman, May. M-A-E. I will say League of Their Own, only movie I know with chicks. That is correct. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's Madonna. Roy Hobbs. Hobbs, Roy Hobbs. Oh, my God. Oh my God, Roy Hobbs! I hear the name. I hear the name. <laughs> oh my God. So I only know Field of Dreams, Major League, and The Natural. <laughs> the other baseball movies is, is is all I know. Uh, I never saw The Natural. The Natural. <laughs> Final answer. The natural's correct. See, because nice. I didn't know it from Major League or, or Field of Dreams. All right. And your last one, Henry Rowan Gardner. <sighs> Rowan Gardner. I want to say that's Field of Dreams. Uh, Field of Dreams. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> that's incorrect. So, Matt, you get a shot at Henry Rowan Gardner. That name sounds familiar. I do not I know. know. I, I know it now. Wait, Fucking if Chris I. knows it, hold on. Give me a second here. I just so got what it. movie did he would he have seen that he would know him from? Uh, I I don't know. I can't think yeah. that hard right now. It's hot I, in I here. Can't. I don't know. All right, moving on to Tim Henry Rowan Gartner. What movie is that from? Is that for the love of the game? I don't get this point. It's the kid with the fast fucking arm. Pitcher's got a big butt. In the yeah. 90s, the kid with the face on American Pie. Remember that movie? Oh, oh um, uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that's rookie it. Rookie of yeah. the Year. That's it. Yep. You didn't, Chris, you you didn't put Bobby, Bobby Rayburn in there? Yeah, Bobby! <laughs> Bobby Rayburn! <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't put Bobby Rayburn in there. Yeah, that. I was like, Bobby Rayburn's got to be one of these. No, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, Chris, you got three out of four. You're catching that's, that's not bad. Matt, your category is sports. Uh, miracle. <laughs> you you want you want to know what? Listen what? to this question. <laughs> the, at least the weekend that I wrote this question was the 40th anniversary of the 1980 U.S. <laughs> hockey miracle on ice. <laughs> Here's the question, though. Who did the U.S. beat to win the gold medal in the 1980 oh, Olympics? That's good because it's not Russia. That was for the silver medal. Now I have no fucking idea who they won, who they beat to win the gold. But that's a good <laughs> question. That's a very good, tricky question, Dave. Well done, sir. Thank you. Um, I think it's like Sweden Everybody. or Norway, one of those Nordic countries. 
I'm going to say Sweden. Sweden is incorrect. Ah. Moves on to Tim. I'll take Norway. <laughs> Norway is also incorrect. Ah, okay. Well, I have no idea. Chris. I don't even know where, where Sweden and Norway is on the map. <laughs> Jamaica. Um, uh, Germany. I have no idea. Final the answer. answer is, and like you said, Matt, everybody that night at Trivia wrote Russia because right. they hear it and they just go, ah, Russia. Russia. But that was the silver, that was the, uh, the semifinal. Yep. The U.S. beat Finland. Finland. God dang it. So you were right all along, except just except for the country. country. Yeah. So, except right. means wrong. <laughs> Back to Tim. Tim, the category is video games. Oh, yeah, I played one. Put these put these first person shooter games in order of release. Goldeneye, Call of Duty, and Doom. Goldeneye, Doom, Call of Duty. Final answer. Mm. <clears throat> Doom might have came out before. Shit. <laughs> I'm changing my answer because I'm not. I'm not uh, confident. Doom, Goldeneye, Call It Duty. Final answer. Final answer. That was a shrewd decision, my friend, because oh. you are correct. Yeah. Wow. Doom, Call of Duty. Well done, Tim. Call it duty. Call it duty. I'm getting a call of duty. I gotta hit the Harris room soon. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> That's stupid. Yes. TV is your category. <laughs> okay. And Mork and Mindy. Each show ended with Mork making a report about life on Earth to his supervisor named whom? Oh my god. Oh. Force <laughs> Orson. Mark Colin Orson, come in. Orson? Orson? Orson. Fucking A. I want to say Orson. That's a fucking stupid name, but I think it's something that rhymes with Orson. <laughs> Final answer, Dave. More calling Orson. Orson. Come in. Orson. Mm. Correct. Well oh done. God. Based after Orson Wells. Yep. Is it? That's why they talked about, they made all the fat jokes about him. <laughs> Love it. All right, moving on, Matt. Yes. Movies. Before becoming a kill your ass in your dreams poltergeist, what was Fred Krueger's occupation? I think it was, a, oh man, am I confusing this with the fucking Simpsons? As I say, janitor. I might be confusing him with freaking Willie from... <laughs> From the, from uh, yeah from uh, um a nightmare in Evergreen Terrace, but I'm gonna stick with janitor because he he like lived in a boiler room or hung out there. I think it's janitor. Final answer. Yes, janitor is correct. Oh, okay, well done. Back to Tim and sports. At least when I wrote this, the Philly fanatic had a new look that was unveiled that weekend. Have you seen the Philly fanatic? Uh-huh. No. Yeesh. Yeah. 
Whatever. According to his good, good official... Thing no one else is going to see him now. <laughs> I'm like, you suck. <laughs> According to his official biography, what warm weathered place is the Philly fanatic originally from? What? I seem to remember this actually being part of his history before, but I I'm gonna say Timbuktu. I don't know. Timbuktu is incorrect. Chris, where is the Philly fanatic originally from in his official biography? And you, and you said warm? Warm weathered place. I don't know. The Bahamas. <laughs> the Bahamas is incorrect. On to Matt. I don't know, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say Florida because pretty much every freak geek and fuck up is from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Florida. Oh. It is Galapagos Islands. Oh, that makes sense, actually. That's right. That makes perfect sense. All right. What is this new look? They, is it with the the eyes? Yeah, they made the eye fluffier. Um, they gave him wings. Did they really? The tail is wings? really different. He's got more like a dragon's tail now. It's like long and pointy, well, rather than a feather duster like used to have. I blame it. Sucks. I blame uh, Gritty. <laughs> yeah, there's no real reason for there's no real reason for changing them. Well, it was a copyright thing. They had they, what? It was a whole, a whole big legal thing. What? what? Yeah, it's a long it's, it's a long story. Oh. they were gonna be was, they they were gonna have to give up the rights or pay for the rights because the the actually the people that worked on the Muppets created that look. Oh, oh. Shit. oh okay. And the time had run out on the contract of of how long they were allowed to use that. They're going to have to pay these people like a shit ton of money. Uh, okay. So rather than do that, they just changed the way he looked slightly. So it's a new, it's a new look. Right. Because they should have just went back to the, the Ben Franklin kid thing. <laughs> because major league baseball teams don't have enough money to pay for the proper rights to something. What the fuck? <laughs> well, that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> And that was Tim's question, I believe, which means Chris, right? Yes. Music. My favorite. For his hit, Ice Ice Baby. Mm-hmm. Rather than settle a lawsuit with the writers of what similar song, Rob Van Winkle just bought the rights and now owns the song he copied. Name the song. Under Pressure. Final answer? <laughs> Under Pressure. You is correct. Me? You got Mine it. Mine goes din 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 din. Yeah, din I remember. Din, din. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. remember I that totally song? remember that interview. Yep. It's just yeah. that little change. I'm gonna shave my eyebrow. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So he just bought the rights. He can do whatever he wants now. I just watched him in TMNT two last night. Go and go turtle, go turtle, go. Go ninja, <laughs> go ninja, go 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 go. Which Dave, I think I, I think I think I've said this to you when I, I went on a date to that movie and I sat be- behind you and Amy yep. at Turtles 2. I remember. I you're saw like, you. You're like, there's Tim. He's with a girl. I saw you make the move. Yep. Me and Andrea. Ooh. How'd you do with that that night, Tim? Did you get anywhere? Well, she's Andy now, we- if that answers the question. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I, I seem to remember us all going out for pizza at Dominic's and I think 
that may have been when I first kissed her. I think that was our second date. Ooh. We went and saw if looks, if looks could kill with uh, Richard Grieco. Well, that Richard Grieco. Yeah, that always opens the floodgates. And then, uh, then uh, this this was this was I think our second or third date uh, to go see Turtles Two. Tim's a player. I can think of no better second date. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was Dave's first date with uh, with Amy. <laughs> Amy, will you go see the Turtles movie with me? <laughs> that was your first date with your no. wife as Turtles too. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's joking. Oh. They're in Tim's date. There, she's trying to talk to him, and he's like, "Shh, trying to watch Turtles." <laughs> Shut the fuck up and give me the goddamn popcorn. Don't you want to know what the secret of the ooze is? <laughs> Where the fuck is Casey Jones? I'll show you the secret of my ooze later. Yeah. Is that supposed to be Rocksteady? Is that Bebop? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Matt, it's your turn. Okay. So the indestructible flight data recorders that are often searched for after a plane crash, uh-huh. what color are they? I'm uh, hoping they're actually black because they're called a black box. So they're probably like orange so you can find them. So I think, ooh, I know your, I know your trick. I've read your book, you magnificent bastard. I know your, <laughs> I know your tricky questions from that, that, uh, uh, miracle one. I'm going to say it's orange. Final answer. Yes. Orange is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that that's goes. a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Tim and uh, Back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> and this does not bode well for you guys because this is There's music a for multiple. eight points. Uh. <laughs> this is movies uh, where you can earn four points. We lost right here, Matt. Yes, we did. Name the original Star Wars trilogy in order. <laughs> Here's your question. So six of the top ten movies of all time, highest dom- domestic box office money makers are either Star Wars or Marvel movies. Okay? Mm-hmm. What are the other four that aren't? One point for each. What are the other four movies that are not Star Wars or Marvel movies that are in the top ten domestic box office money makers? You get Top four guesses. Ten. Yeah, you get four guesses. Titanic. That's a point. Avatar. That's a point. Ugh. Shrek three. No. Not Star Wars. Not Marvel. Uh. The Dark Knight. No. So there's two left. Two points available. Chris, you get two guesses. You already said Avatar, which is number three, and Titanic, which is number six. Those were the ones I was I was thinking of too. Um fucking A man. You said Star Wars and Marvel, right? Not Star Wars or Marvel, and at this point not Avatar or Titanic. Yeah. Has to be like like a like a, a Disney like like Frozen. I'll Ooh, say no, good guess. Um, you got more guess for a point. How about how about how about like um, Jurassic World? 
Jurassic Park. World is number seven. Mm. And that's is it really? Chris. Yeah. So Avatar's number three. Titanic's number six. Number seven, Jurassic World. Matt, you have one guess. I have Jesus no idea. Christ. The only one I had in my pocket was Jurassic World. Um, oh, man. It's got to be Action Park with Johnny Knoxville. If it's not, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't know. All right. This was a shocker to me as well. At number 10, Chris, you were on the right track. Number 10 is The Incredibles 2. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had no idea that The Incredibles 2 was the top was the 10th highest grossing movie of all time in the United States. I'm not surprised because that list is going to change every well, I don't know. I mean this pre-COVID, that's going that list is going to change every year because of the ticket prices, the yeah. amount of things the things they can put on screen that first weekend when they when the when the revenue is the highest percentage. So it's that that actually doesn't surprise me. All right, so let me add up the scores here. Tim has 14. Chris has 12. <gasps> Matt has 8. Ugh. It's, it's always this fucking lightning round, and it's so, because they, it's so nerve wracking. We need 46 <laughs> seconds in between it's each one. So lightning. It's so lightning fast. It's so fast. Well, I can't think. Buckle up, Buttercup, because it is time. Get up. Get up. It is time for the lightning round. Are you guys <laughs> Chris, we're going to be starting with you because that was Tim's turn in the last round. What's what's the theme? The theme is reality show ah, stars. Fuck. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> I am seed assistance in row number one. I am going to give you. Oh, my God. The name. Of a reality show personality, and you have to tell me the show. Survivor. Oh my god. Okay, it's as simple as that. I want to say maybe that. two reality. The Littlest Groom, performing as. Tim, that show aired like what sixty-seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know what that is. Real voice. It was a show where people would dress up as their favorite singer oh, and come out and sing dressed as them. So one guy came out as Freddie Mercury. One girl came out as X Tina. <laughs> and at the end, after after they'd be done, after they'd be done after they're done singing, they'd be walking off stage, and, and the person, the the announcer was like, "Dunkelman." That was their actual voice. That was their real singing voice. Yeah, like, it, was, it was basically just just Halloween karaoke. That's what it was. Sounds great. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right, well, you're going to get two or three it's, seconds, or at least when I'm tired of listening to you struggle. There's no okay. putting on the hits. And moving on to the next person. And Chris, you're first. Here's your person. Cesar Milan. Yes. Yeah. Matt, Cesar Milan. Dog Whisperer. That's correct. Uh, Tim, Nicole Scherzinger. Pussycat Doll making the band. Chris, is that right? Because that's not what I'm thinking. Is making the band a Reality show, there. Yeah, it was like a Puff Daddy thing, I, but I don't remember if that was Pussycat Dolls or not. Was she on it? I don't know. All right, fuck it, we're going. Chris Nicole Scherzinger, <laughs> she's on right now. She's on the Mass Singer. That's correct. Matt Paul Hollywood, uh, Tiger Lion King. <laughs> Tim, Joe Exotic Paul, Paul Hollywood, Hollywood, you know. 
Paul Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I don't know Tiger King. That's Chris. Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. I have no idea. That's the Great British Bake Off. Matt. Oh. Richard Hatch. Uh, Survivor. Correct. Tim Farah Abraham. Uh, uh, teenage. Teenage and pregnant. Teenage bitch. Uh, <laughs> Chris. Farah Abraham. Uh, Housewives from Atlanta. Matt Tafara Abraham. Uh, the Hills. <laughs> it was Teen Mom, oh. which is what I was trying to say. Tim Puck. Oh, Real World. Correct. Uh, Chris Bob Harper. Bob Harper. No idea. Matt Bob Harper. Oh, uh, uh, the the fattest loser, biggest loser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim Kevin O'Leary. O'Leary, uh, Kevin Sporting Chris, Kevin O'Leary, Kevin O'Leary is Dennis's brother. <laughs> Matt, Kevin O'Leary. I don't know. Uh, Cookie O' Puss in character. <laughs> Shark Tank. Oh. oh my God. Tim Adam Savage. Oh yeah, correct. Uh, Chris June Shannon. June Shannon. No idea. Matt June Shannon. Day court. <laughs> Tim <laughs> June Shannon. The new Beaver to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Chris Joe Frost. God damn. No idea. Matt Joe Frost. Uh, Alaskan Gold. Tim Joe Frost. Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> Super Nanny. <laughs> Chris John Taffer. Jesus Christ, my dick is hard. No idea. Matt John Taffer. Bar rescue. <laughs> Tim Ann Burrell. Uh, wing nut in a plan. I don't have no idea. <laughs> Ann Burrell. Um, God damn it. No idea. Mesh. Matt Ann Burrell. Worst cooks in America. Correct. <laughs> uh Tim, Tim Gunn. Uh 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 Project One Runway. Correct. Chris Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan is um America's Got Town. That's correct. That's the last one. <laughs> that was a fun round. <laughs> because of the bad answers. I want to see all those shows that don't exist that we said exist. <laughs> <laughs> in third place, Matt with 13. Oh, at least I got double digits. The Tim, runner up Tim got this one. With 14 is Chris. That'd and Tim me. is finally off the schneid with 17 points. Tim is your winner tonight. Hey. It was it was it was my teenage teenage bitch. <laughs> I'm going to say for the run of this series with all the music and movie questions, as long as the winner does not double my points, I feel like I won. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, Matt wins every every episode. Yeah, personally, every not 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 officially, just personally. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a part- participation award. Yeah, there you go. There Matt you played. Go. Well, Matt's zero and three. Chris is two and one. Tim is one and two. Right. And I hope you I hope you enjoy playing along with the fellas. I guess we'll keep doing this as long as everybody's having fun. Yeah, yeah I'm having fun. All right. Well, join us on the next A Proper Education and uh, stay safe out there. Oh, good. 
Oh, come on. I'm just fucking with you.